Hello and welcome back to the Blue Collar Bible Guy podcast. My name's Mike and I'm the Blue Collar Bible Guy. I am a Baptist preacher, but I'm also a uh, full-time garbage man working every day, uh, driving a garbage truck in, uh, in the South and uh, you know, doing, doing my part as a blue-collar Christian to um, work hard for my employer uh, in, in hopes of glorifying God as well as uh, trying to lead my family in uh, a godly way and uh, reaching out to people that I work with and come in contact with for Christ uh, to, to teach them about salvation, teach them about uh, how to live a, uh, a life that's a testimony for, for Jesus and uh, struggling the whole way, just like everyone else. Um, we're continuing this week talking about uh, putting on the armor of God so that we could face these battles that we have every day um, as we go to work or even uh, you know, uh, when we're home with our family or just uh, living our lives. The, there's always these battles that are going on in our lives um, where Satan tries to uh, influence us and to get us to think wrongly, um, get us to become unfaithful to God, uh, get us to, to just make unwise choices um, in, this, in this spiritual battle that we all go through. So um, we're going to go ahead and continue um, where we left off last week as we talk through uh, Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 13. Um, I hope you all had a good week last week. Um, I had another long week. I think I uh, worked about 67 hours. Um, but it, it, there were some rough days, and but it, it didn't seem too bad. Um, a lot of things are going on right now um, uh, that help um, in my job. Um, one of the good things is the temperatures are dropping. I don't mind working in the cold. It's a lot better than working all summer long, you know, around 100 degrees with all the humidity. Um, so the cold weather, uh, I think, helps me quite a bit in uh, coping with the, the struggles that, that we have. But we also have to deal with the, uh, the new um, lighting patterns. Um, I think it's next week sometime or the week after that. We'll be uh, turning our clocks back, so it'll be getting dark a lot earlier, but daylight will uh, start a little bit earlier, which um, helps when you're running routes when there's school kids waiting for school buses uh, and things like that. Um, I prefer to have them out there doing that when it's daylight rather than um, while it's still really dark outside, so um, that's a good change. Um, uh, in my opinion, of course, that means you're going to be going to work at my job in the dark and coming home in the dark, but um, it's it's not that bad. But uh, so hopefully, hopefully the new weather weather patterns and um, lighting situation um, don't affect you negatively in whatever blue collar job you do out there as a working class Christian, and uh, you're able to uh, uh, thrive and uh, still be able to live out your life at work uh, for the Lord. So uh, let's hope uh, let's hope that's the case for everyone. Um, one of the things that I wanted to mention, I think I may have even mentioned this uh, a few weeks back when I was talking about um, who your real boss is while you're on the job and how we're actually doing our, our work for the Lord, that, that, that everything that we do while we're on the job should be done um, as an effort to serve God. And, and like I said, I think of it as, as my job that God is my boss, um, much more than my actual employer is. And hopefully the work that I do honors God and benefits my employer and, uh, helps me to have, be a, be a good witness, have a good testimony while I'm at work. But, 
Um, one of the down, downsides to that, if you let it be a downside, and this is one of the things that, uh, that Satan works, works on me with, is, um, you know, trying to do the right thing always while you're at work, you know, whether or not that, uh, makes you a doormat to just be, uh, doing whatever you're told all the time and sort of being taken advantage of, uh, you know, while you're at work, always, being willing to help others, um, stay late, get the job done, even if you're the only one that's still out there, um, long after everyone else goes home. And there's always that struggle. And this is one of the spiritual battles um, that that I know happens to me because I, I do want to be a good witness and, and um, have a good testimony for my employer, but I also don't want to be um, a doormat that, uh, that they think, oh, well, you know, Mike's going to take care of it. Um, uh, he'll, he'll do whatever he's told. And, um, and, and that's been the case in a lot of jobs I've had throughout my, uh, career, uh, doing this kind of work is, you know, some people when they're done working, they just go home and, uh, they don't want to help, but I've always wanted to, to make sure that the job gets done and that the job gets done right. And at times you can work at a place where, uh, people take advantage of that and um, expect you to do all of the extra stuff to make sure everything gets done. And that's, um, you know, that's just a, a struggle of mine because, because I can let it get to me um, and get bitter and upset about it and forget that um, who I'm really doing this for um, is, is for the Lord. And that's what the focus should be. So um, that's what I have to keep in mind personally and put on the armor of God to help me uh, be able to deflect those thoughts that uh, the, the devil wants me to, to, to start thinking, uh, to cause me to be bitter and upset and, um, um, you know, want out of this position and look for a different position. Um, that's one of the things that, that is a struggle. And as Christians, we're not doormats. Uh, we need to know, you know, when to stand firm Um we need to know how to have the right attitude um, in in sometimes refusing to do to do things that are, are uh, beyond um, what should be asked of us, and um, and and still be able to be a good witness while we're doing that. So, you know, that's that's one of the things that we have to always keep in mind. We are working for the Lord and um, trying to be a good witness, but um, we also have to have to hold. Um, our employers uh, accountable for the things that they're asking us to do and make sure that it's within um, within the law that uh, you know they're not going out of bounds and um, expecting um, just because you're a Christian and you want to do the right thing um, make sure that they're not expecting you to go um, beyond what is reasonable and so that gets to be uh, like I said kind of difficult uh, for me because I do always want to be there and, and be a witness and do the right thing. Um, so, but every one of us has different things that we, that we fight in our spiritual battles and Satan knows exactly where to hit us. He knows exactly how to get us, um, uh, where we're in the wrong mindset and to poke at us, to get us to respond in a bad way so that, uh, coworkers and employers see us at our worst, um, worst time, uh, you know, and, and, and how, and how to get us, um, into having a bad attitude. 
and ruin our testimony uh, for at least that day. And, and then we have to build that back up um, with people. It's easy with God. When we fail, we can, we can seek God's forgiveness and he'll give it to us. And he'll, he'll you know, gladly uh, accept, accept our, um, our repentance and forgive us and put us back in fellowship with him. But um, once our testimony is damaged among other people, it takes, it takes time to rebuild that for them to see that we, we know when we made a mistake and that we, we put our faith in God and that he's going to help us do better next time. And so, you know, that gets, that, get, that gets to be a struggle because we want to be everything to all people sometimes um, in hopes of pleasing God, but God doesn't expect that. God just wants us to be faithful and trusting in Him and letting Him do the work in our lives so that we can be a, a good example and a good witness and, and uh, something that's someone that can be used in powerful ways through the Holy Spirit. So um, enough with all that. We can go ahead and get back into what we started last week again was Ephesians 6 uh, verses 10 through 13. Um, we're recognizing the battle that we're, that we're, that we have last week. We talked about verse number 10, which I'll read right now, where it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we talked about, about being strong in the Lord and what that means and how we're to be strong and how God is the one who puts that strength into us. But we also have to do our part in, in, uh, uh, being strong with his, with his, uh, help with his power. Verse number 11 is what we're going to, uh, talk about today and that verse is put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil so um, last week was be strong in the Lord this week is put on what God has given you so um, verse number 11 put on what God's given you it simply is is to put on that armor of God to be strong in the Lord we must put on the full armor of God uh, that, that he's supplied for us um, to to do every day. He, he supplied to get my word straight. He supplied it to us every day so that we could achieve his purposes in our lives as a believer. And I think last week I mentioned that this is, this is somewhat similar to the stuff that we put on every day for our job. Um, I mentioned, uh, you know, personal protective equipment, um, or PPE, that when we're on the job, there's things that we put on. Me personally, when I'm at work, I have things that I have to wear that it keeps it keeps me safe from um, obstacles out there. It keeps me safe from possible dangers that I come across on a regular basis. So things like a hard hat I wear or leather gloves in certain certain situations. Other times, I'm wearing a more of a rubbery type glove, um, depending on what I'm doing. Uh, I have I have uh, you know leather boots with steel toes. Um, that, that help me, you know, so I don't, uh, uh, you know, smash my feet, um, uh, with, with trash cans or any other kind of items. Um, if you want to be extra safe, you can get steel shanked boots. So while you're at the landfill that you don't get any, uh, nails through the bottoms of your soles into your foot. And, and then I, I have uh, a safety vest, a, a high visibility vest, that helps me while I'm out on route, you know, getting in and out of the truck so that so that vehicles can see me, uh, to keep me safe from being hit. Um, it also comes in handy while I'm at the landfill to be able to be visible so that the people driving the heavy equipment are able to know that I'm there. 
so we in our in our everyday we in our everyday work we have these uh, this equipment that we wear um, this this workplace armor that we wear that keeps us safe from all the obstacles around us and in the same way God has us uh, putting on a full armor that He has prepared for us to use to help defend against the attacks of the devil. Again, the verse says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the, e- the, the wiles of the devil. The devil's always out there attacking. The devil's always trying to get us uh, to slip up and make mistakes. And if we're wearing this armor of God and trusting in this armor of God and know how to use the armor of God and know what it's for, um, then we're going to be able to defend against these attacks. But his armor is also an offensive armor that allows us to not only defend against attacks, but be able to fight back and, and be on the offense at times. Uh, using his word, which we'll get into um, in a few weeks as we get into each particular piece of the armor. But um, he gives us this armor. And the purpose of accepting the equipment that God provides for waging spiritual warfare um, is to withstand the attacks of Satan in our lives, as, I, as I've mentioned. That's that's what we're, we're doing. God gives it to us for a reason. It's so that we can withstand the attacks of Satan in our lives. Because we got to remember that Satan knows our weaknesses and where to hit us. Um, for me personally, I know that one of my big weaknesses is pride. Um, I can I can easily get distracted by Satan trying to convince me that I should be doing things bigger and better than driving a garbage truck. Um, you know, talking to me about you know I've got a bachelor's degree in business administration. I should be doing something better and making me discontented with my with my job. And once I get that way, I become negative, I become frustrated, I don't want to help other people um, uh, improve in, in work, I don't want to help other people uh, get, get their routes done if I'm, if I'm uh, done and able to go help them. I get really discontented with the things around me. That's one of the spiritual battles that, that I face, and Satan knows that. And he, he picks at that. He can get me thinking about how, you know, in my mind, I think I'm uh, sometimes too good for the job and I should be on to bigger and better things. And that's not the attitude I need to have because that's not, that's not the truth. Uh, none of us are, are too good for whatever God has us uh, doing. You know, every job is a ministry that we have, um, no matter what the job is. God can put you anywhere to do anything for him. And it doesn't matter what our, what our resume says. We have the uh, ability to thrive for Jesus in whatever job it is. And I've got to remember that when Satan is really picking at me about um, what I should be doing with my life. Um, Satan's assaults are deceptive and strategic. He knows when to attack. He knows how to attack. And, and to deceive you into thinking things that just aren't true because Satan is uh, the ultimate liar. He can deceive you with little subtle things um, uh, to, to convince you that things um, are not as, as they actually are. Um, you know, in this way, sometimes I can, I can get distracted, you know, when I'm in one of these mindsets where I'm, where I'm open to getting discontent and feeling like I should be doing better stuff. 
um, where Satan can just take a few words from, from my boss and make me start wondering, what did he mean by that? Did he really mean what he said? Or was he, was he putting me down in some sort of way? Um, was he being sarcastic? Was he, was he joking? Um, uh, you know, what, what's going on here? And then I start second guessing the intentions of what my boss says and, and building in myself a, uh, a, a, an imaginary argument as to what's going on and whether I should even be here anymore or if he even wants me here. Um, you know, th- those sorts of things. Satan knows how to be, to be strategic enough to hit you with these little things that cause you to, to have doubts so that when somebody says something to you, you, you take it the wrong way and uh, start second guessing and making plans to, to do things um, that are, that are going to hurt your testimony, that are going to you know, jeopardize your, your job um, working there. And Satan knows exactly what he's doing in those cases. And uh, I've had to really you know, look at myself in these situations and, and take a step back and realize, you know, I don't know the intentions of anybody's heart and what they're saying. I can't um, create scenarios in my mind um, about what's going on around me when I don't know the full story. I need to just do my best to serve God and to focus on pleasing Him and put on that that armor so that I'm not uh, becoming someone who's who's listening to gossip, somebody who's um, you know, hearing all the rumors and taking those at face value. You know, I just need to focus on doing my job um, as unto the Lord and serving him the best that I can. Satan is very smart and he's a very experienced attacker. Um, we have to be aware of that and know that we can only defend against those attacks by putting on the armor of God. It can't be done on our own. And when we try to do it on our own, we're going to fail because our flesh nature is going to cause us to uh, lean in to the negative feelings that we have. And that's when Satan really can can take these attacks up to another level. Um, we also have to remember that uh, Satan is behind many of our temptations. Uh, he uses our worldly sin, sinful nature as his tools to destroy us. And... Um, we have to keep in mind that once, when we're saved, when we're followers of Christ, we're not perfect. We still have uh, fleshly desires. We still have sometimes worldly goals. We have a sinful nature that Satan can take uh, control. Not he can't take control of it, but he can uh, take advantage of is the word I was looking for. Uh, Satan can take advantage of this stuff. And you know, as a deceiver, he can take advantage of, of the things that we have, um, in our heart that aren't focused on God and twist everything around to cause us to, to be tempted to do things that we ought not to do. And, uh, so we have to remember that Satan is behind many of our temptations. Now he's not behind all of them. Some of it's just our fleshly nature, where we see, you know, we see something we want to do and we uh, do it. We can't blame everything on Satan, but Satan can take advantage of those things and turn them into something uh, uh, bigger, stronger, and more dangerous for our spiritual lives. Um, we, we need to remember that God has given us tools um, in this battle.
um, not just the, the armor of God, but he's giving, given us a lot of different things to help us fight off these battles. So we want to put on the armor of God, but we also want to follow the instruction that God gives us in his word. Um, Peter, or 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9 says to be, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. So we're, we're to follow God's instruction to be sober and vigilant and be aware that our adversary, the devil, is always out there ready uh, to take advantage of the situation. Um, when we lose sight of that, we, we, we can fall for things that we, we shouldn't be falling for and become uh, employees and co-workers that we don't want to be, ones that don't honor God in the things that we do. So we need to be sober and vigilant and always watching. And we're also to resist the attacks and flee from the temptations of the world. We need to resist the devil and, and draw nigh unto God and resist the, the temptations of the world. And so that means in order to do that, we need to, we need to not put those things before us. We can't uh, just uh, allow ourselves to be um, watching and reading and listening to things that, that draw us to, to fleshly um, uh, temptations, that, that draw us uh, to want to be engaged more in worldly activities because that just sets us up for the attacks and and to fall for those attacks we need to try to separate ourselves from those things so you know we need to watch what we're um you know listening to while we work when i'm at work i'm constantly listening to things it could be podcasts it could be music um it could be listening to youtube videos um as i work and when i'm and i've got to make sure that the things that i'm uh putting into my mind are not things that are going to draw me away from god and, and sometimes that happens, and we have to watch out for that because that opens us up to those attacks from Satan. So, in other words, we're to, we need to be denying the flesh as we're working, denying the things that maybe we, we liked doing when we were, when we, before we knew Christ, um, and, and be listening to things that, that build us up or, or edify us in our faith. And so that could be different podcasts, different Christian podcasts, could be, uh, you know, some uh, godly music of some sort, just something that's keeping us focused on, on God's word, um, sometimes uh, an audio Bible or, or anything like that. There's, there's so many options out there right now in this day and age. Um, when I first started in the trash industry, you know, I didn't have cell phones. I didn't have, uh, podcasts available. I didn't have, you know, iHeart or any of these, uh, apps that would allow you to listen to any radio station in the world. It was just whatever was on your local radio. If you were fortunate enough to have a radio in your truck in the first place, um, and so there was a, a, a lot less options for, for good, but it was also a lot less options for bad. I remember in those days uh, in trucks there, I didn't have a radio. Um, I always had a Bible with me in my bag. And, you know, if I was broke down or taking lunch, I would take time and just open and read a little bit of my Bible. And then as I got back to work, um, the things that I read would just constantly be in my mind and I'd be, um, I don't know if it was meditating, but just constantly thinking on these things and, um, just chewing on God's word in my mind. And, 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 um, those were some of my best years, 
um, in absorbing what God's word was telling me and incorporating those things into my life. And honestly, I should probably do that a little bit more nowadays. I listen to a lot of Christian podcasts, but even those can become negative and um, and, and unproductive uh, spiritually for me. And, and, and when I'm listening to those things, I spend less time, you know, just thinking on God's word. I, I still carry a Bible with me at work, but um, thinking right now, it's, it's pretty rare that I actually pull it out and read it during my downtime, you know, whether I'm broke down waiting for a mechanic or, or eating lunch. Um, I, I'm usually got a, a podcast or, or some music going, and I don't turn those off in those times. I just continue listening to those things. And like I said, it, it could be it could be good stuff that I'm listening to, but it's not as good as God's Word. And then letting God's Word work in my mind um, just for hours and hours and hours each day as I'm doing my job. So those sorts of things um, are necessary for, for being able to deny the flesh and the desires that we all have to do things that aren't, um, aren't pleasing to God. It, it, God's Word always fights uh, against that. You know, scripture tells us, hide thine word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. If we, if we have hidden God's word in our heart, that means really knowing it, understanding it, believing what it's teaching us, we're not likely to be uh, sinning against God's word in the things that we do. So next uh, I wrote down here I wanted to talk about um, is how do we know the source of our uh, current attack? And uh, this will be just real quick because we need to know Satan has constantly aimed his attacks at getting people to doubt and to deny and to disobey the revealed will of God. Satan is always, always trying to attack us. And we have to, to, to recognize that and fight against those attacks. But sometimes he's not trying to attack us. And I think I've already mentioned this a little bit earlier. Sometimes it's just our flesh that's tempting us to think that we can find satisfaction, joy, fulfillment, um, uh, and, and, and happiness in physical, material things alone. Um, and, and so we need to know which, which it is. Um, and that goes with, with just what I said before. Um, about studying God's word and being immersed in his word and putting um, right things um, in our mind all the time because this this spiritual battle is a sp- it's a battle for the mind and we have to uh, fight those battles and and remove the negativity that that gets us looking to those uh, fleshly things um, in our lives the flesh again tempts us to think that we can find, um, all the joy in the world out in the world, but all the joy in the world really comes from Christ. The joy that we get out of the flesh is is a temporary joy. It only lasts for a moment and often comes with uh, consequences and regret um, in the end. And so we've got to um, uh, again resist those things and, and realize that, that that's all us. That's our fleshly nature. And when we are always in the flesh, we're going to be more likely uh, to submit to to the temptations of, of the flesh. And that's going to open us up to the attacks of Satan as he sees us doing that. Uh, Satan Satan is, is, is like a, a data miner. He's like, 
He's like uh, Google or some of those other um, websites, uh, search engines um, with algorithms going all the time to to view the things that you're searching online um, so that they would know what to offer you in the future. Um, you know, you, you look for a lawnmower one time and then for months, it's always that you know, you're, you're, the algorithms are trying to push you a, a new lawnmower on you, even though you just bought one from when you did your initial search. But, um, you know, the internet's like that, where it's always pushing onto you the things that it's seen just from observing what you've looked at in the past. And Satan does the same thing. He sees what tempts you in the flesh. He sees what uh, draws your eyes away from God. He sees the activities that draw you away from God. And when he sees those things, those are the things that he's going to put ahead of you, put in, put before you um, in the future, knowing that you have a, a tendency to, to go toward those things. And so uh, what we need to do is to avoid those things at all possible. We need to avoid those negative areas that we're drawn to and 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 run from those things so that Satan doesn't recognize that weakness and put those things ahead of us in the future. Um, these attacks are deadly. You know, you, you might think, well, I'm not going to die from submitting to one of those things, but your your testimony might. Uh, the influence you have over your lost co-workers that need to know about the Lord, they might, they might die um, from, from submitting to these fleshly temptations and allowing Satan to, uh, to, to take advantage of that. Um, you know, if you're saved, if you're a child of God, you're always a child of God and you're never, ever going to lose that. But we can't let that be a license to sin and and ruin a testimony for all the people around you because you might be the only person that those people um, are going to be around with the opportunity to, to tell them about, about Christ and what he's done for you. God's put you in a place of influence over other people, whether you feel you have that influence or not. They're watching. They're, they're seeing the things that you do. When they think of a Christian, they're thinking of you. They're thinking of 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 Mike, you know, the blue collar Bible guy. They're thinking of Mike, the garbage man, as being a Christian. And sometimes they're they're looking for that that time when when I fail. They're looking for that time where I slip up and say the wrong thing, or when I get frustrated or angry, and looking for that time so they can call me out on it. But they're also looking for the times when I'm handling uh, stressful situations um, in a godly way when I'm handling things with the right kind of attitude. Um, they're looking for those things to, to maybe confirm some of the things that, they, that they've heard about Christians but never have really seen in the past and, and causing them to, to consider the things of God a little bit closer. We, we have no idea the way people are looking at us, but we do know that they're looking at, at us as Christians. Um, some of them may see that as a negative. Some of them may see that as a positive. But perhaps if we're putting on the full armor of God, we can turn those negatives into positives and make those po positives uh, to be more uh, positives, confirming the good things about following Christ that aren't, aren't um, promoted through our media, promoted through um, our society. 
you know, hopefully they'll see the things that we're doing and see that as, as a reason to draw closer to God. And hopefully that causes us to have the right mindset to be able to be sharing Jesus with these people and leading them to Christ. Because that's that's our ultimate goal. I mean, we're going to work to make money. We're going to work to uh, provide for our families. But we're also going to work to witness to what Jesus has done in our life and to share him with others and allow them to, to take hold of what uh, what God promises for eternity and to try to lead people to the Lord. You know, sometimes we don't think that that's our job, but it is our job. Jesus says to follow him and he will make us fishers of men. It's He's saying follow him and that will happen. It is impossible to truly be following Jesus and not be a fisher, uh, fisher for the souls of men to lead them to Christ. It's impossible. And so we need to need to recognize that, put on that full armor of God and be ready every day as we go to work to be out there fishing for souls, to lead them to Christ and to see uh, see people saved and, and see lives changed. Remember, your co-workers are going through the same difficulties that you are. You probably have co-workers right now with uh, uh, illness in their families. You probably have co-workers right now that, that are uh, considering divorce or separation um, that maybe are going through a divorce or have just gone through a divorce. Uh, people that, have, that are being torn from their children um, uh, through divorce or, or, or whatever a situation might be out there. And they don't have any, any place to put their faith because they don't know about Jesus. Um, that's your ministry. You're a blue-collar Bible guy. That's your ministry, to go out there and to live the Christian life for all those people around you and to, to show them why you have the hope that you have and how you've gone through the same struggles that they've gone, but how you were able to get through those because you've done these things um, and, and hiding God's word in your heart and fleeing from sins and, and avoiding fleshly temptations because you have put on the whole armor, whole armor of God. And if you haven't done it yet, start today. We're going through this. We're going to get through this whole armor of God, uh, not just so we can say that we that we read this chapter in Ephesians, but so that we can take this armor and put it on and truly apply it to our lives. Again, there's going to be times when we fail. We're not going to have the armor on. Satan's going to hit us. We're going to look bad for a minute, but we can seek God's forgiveness, put that armor back on, and keep fighting. This is a fight. We're fighting for ourselves. We're fighting for our families. We're fighting for our testimony. We're fighting for our Lord. And we're fighting for those that, that, that we work with and those that employ us and fighting for their souls. So get out there this week. Get ready to put on the armor. Know that you're in the middle of a battle. And it's not a fleshly battle. It's not a political battle. It's not a philosophical battle. It's a spiritual battle against uh, the armies of darkness. And you can defeat this, this, this adversary. You can win this battle. And I'll pray that you do. So let's, let's all, you know, get together and take on this fight. And then we'll, we'll, we'll get back here next week and, and see how we're doing and see how we're fighting in verse number 12. So I want to thank you again for uh, tuning in to the Blue Collar Bible Guy podcast. Uh, again, 
like, subscribe, share with your friends, tell other people about it um, while you're working and let them know uh, what we're doing here, trying to encourage each other in this in this world where there's little encouragement, especially for, for uh, uh, blue-collar Christians, hard-working uh, people that are out there working 50, 60 hours a week and still trying to do the things that are pleasing to the Lord. We're trying to encourage each other. Um, please like, subscribe, listen. Um, tell your friends. Uh, send me send me an email at bluecollarbibleguy at gmail dot com uh, so that we could discuss different uh, things um, uh, in your lives. Uh, maybe some weaknesses that you've dealt with and how God's helped you through them. Um, let's have the discussion. Let's talk. Let's see um, what God has in store for us and go out there and work your best for the Lord this week. Thanks a lot. This is Mike, and I'm the Blue Collar Bible Guy. <laughs>